You're listening to Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, episode 128. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Well, it's Crack Pack Like in Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 128. Ow! <laughs> Here we go again, baby. Here we go. 128. One 128, man. I know. Man, this Spanish just gets better every day. Hey, man. So? <laughs> Sounds like a native speaker. Oh, man. You <laughs> I'm ready to go to Mexico. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate everyone tuning in with us this week. We are coming to you with a topic on freedom. We're going to call it finding freedom in all places. Uh, you know, this can be within our daily lives, within maybe our work, or where places that we like to go that we feel maybe some inner freedom, outer freedom, uh, different places in the world, things like that, and how it can apply to all of us. So looking forward to everybody joining in. Uh, what y'all think, guys? Yeah, man, I think it's an interesting topic. Um, I think there's a bunch of different ways that you can look at freedom that I think uh, just on the on the surface you may not notice. So I'm looking forward to the conversation and to see what you guys think about it also. Yeah, same here. So many different things you can talk about, um, the different freedoms in our life as a community, as an individual, um, you know, personally. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good topic. And, uh, you know, before we get hopping into the topic and and the, and the would you rather in specific, y'all both have asked me about this, so we're going to bring this all together together. And this has been mentioned on the podcast a long time ago, The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. <laughs> this is The Greatest Show. <laughs> which was recommended to me by Craig, and then John seconded it, and then Alexander thirded it, and then I still didn't want to watch the thing for months. Had she seen it before? Uh, like seven times or yeah. something. Oh, there you go. Um, and then finally, last night, The Rubber Met The Road. Um, I broke finally and we watched it in the verdict and, and for the listeners, John and Greg, I've talked about both today prior to this podcast individually. And the first thing they both asked me was, how did I like the show? <laughs> it was great. Rated a 10. Good. Ten. Hey, Whoa. that's awesome. Not like the best movie I've ever seen, good. but a 10. Yeah, it was yeah, very I mean, good. It reminded me of Broadway play is where I came up with. But you took that leap of faith to watch a new show and I mean, yeah. and I knew it would be good if y'all said it was, I just really wasn't, I didn't know how I felt about a bunch of singing and all, but it was good. That's awesome. I don't always enjoy musicals, but the musicality in there is fantastic. So mm-hmm. I'm the storyline really good. Too. And the story mm-hmm. was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got that box checked off for all the listeners <laughs> who are still wondering what was happening with that, um, and and would recommend it. Now, without further ado, Johnny, what you got, bud? Well, guys, I'm just wondering today: Would you rather short pants or long pants? Just like joggers versus, you know, chaps you know. are not optional. So yeah, is it like I think short pants? You talking like '80s short shorts? Are we talking short <laughs> shorts versus pants shorts. or shorts versus? Shorts oh, so versus this is pants. shorts versus pants. No chaps. I thought he was talking like joggers. You know how we have those uh, joggers? Yes. The no bird chaps. dog things versus yeah, like bird long dog. pants. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, what you got? Well, I'm gonna go with my gut. 
and I'm going to say shorts mm -hmm. because, you know, I like to stretch out the summer life as long as I can. I love winter, but even in the winter, I end up wearing shorts with like a jacket. Mm -hmm. So I get criticized by my wife sometimes for wearing shorts when it's too cold, or, <laughs> you know, it just seems to be my go-to. So I do, you know, obviously I like to wear pants when appropriate, but yeah, man, shorts. So, you know, just live life carefree, sandals, shorts, mm -hmm. polo shirt. I I we talked about the polo shirt last week too, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go, I'm going to go shorts. Man, this is an interesting one. I feel like just initial, I want to be Craig and just pick my preferred, which is like those pants you got that you can unsnap and then they become shorts. The convertibles. <laughs> yeah, so like, where are we landing Wait, on that? Convertible or are you talking about tearaway pants? No, what I, you think, I think there's these pants that you can unbutton <laughs> and then boom. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to hold you my... You unbutton these, you like rip them and <laughs> they all come completely off. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so there's the theory of that too. You <laughs> <laughs> you get pants, you can always go to shorts. But I like, can say some things. I'm holding the tongue. <laughs> if you, if you were, um, and then I love my short shorts, man. So I think though I'm with Craig, I, I, and I'm with this topic more a little more freeing to be in shorts. So I'm gonna go with the shorts, preferably about hmm, five six inches shorts. <laughs> He's gonna be specific about it. Too. Not the three inches that I'm running around that people give me a hard time, and I don't really like long shorts either. It's about average shorts. Yeah, you know, given our climate, um, I think shorts are probably a good option for most of the time of the year. Um, with the introduction of the the hiking pants, you know, several years mm. back, it's a lot more comfortable with those um, long pants that are designed to breathe and do all that kind of stuff. So, I am a lot more comfortable in uh, the stretchy hiking kind of pants. Uh, but overall, I would just say, want to tan those thighs and go with short pants. <laughs> Self-warming, man. You don't need, I know. You need the pants anyway. I know. All right, guys. Well, let's move on into the topic. And I think it's a good topic because I think freedom can mean something different to each of us. And I guess myself is, you know, uh, I think you got to have some inner freedom before you can figure out freedom maybe within your life. You know, um, you can get in your head a lot in life or not feel that what you're doing is what you want to be doing. And you can get tied down just through, you know, inner thoughts in a lot of ways and so for me that's one of the first thing that came to my mind if you can find some freedom normally upstairs and have clarity and not a lot of clutter you're pretty much a lot more free in your life when it comes to making decisions and how you operate and things like that so that's kind of the first thing that that comes to my mind is being you know some mental and, freedom that's right like a mm -hmm. conviction or or even more like a conviction of am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing is this god's will for me and i feel like when i'm out of my head and i feel in line with that in line with god's wants and needs, desires for my life, it allows me to be free uh, more than necessarily the, you know, ball and chain, physical freedom. Ball and chain? Is that a prelude to what's coming here? Jesus, <laughs> I was wondering. I'm thinking like you can look at freedom as like you're, you know, literally not free physically, which no, we'll talk you know, about. Though. You're, you're right. Um, I, I think that's a good point about the, the mental clarity, the mental space being free and just not looking at things um to a to a binding extent i mean most of us have to get up every morning and you know take care of the kids and go to work um and you know at that point once you you have those obligations those responsibilities maybe some of that freedom is taken away from you from oh i don't want to get up and go to work today i want to just sleep in or i want to stay out late and have more drinks uh something like that so i think some of those things um some of that freedom can be exchanged for other opportunities um, whenever your responsibilities grow. Yeah, I agree. I think about mental freedom. A lot of times the ball and chain of our mental freedom <laughs> is uh, 
maybe it's like anxiety and stress. You know, I think a lot of people carry a lot of anxiety um, or worry, and it could be about things that they can control or things they can't control. You know, a lot of times it's the things like today. There's the way life is 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 going. Sometimes even just making the right decision. I think we often find ourselves having to make choices and and kind of just mulling over those decisions and you know what what are things we can do to sort of um help tackle those things that occur in life big decisions in life little decisions in life and i think sometimes we talked in the past about uh, was it steve jobs wears the same um outfit every day or he did because he wanted to think about what to wear because you have to make so many choices and you know what are some ways we can sort of streamline our life and maybe minimalize some of the things we have to choose you know prepping our day ahead of time whether it be you know the, the meals we're going to have, the clothes we're going to wear, you know, trying to get everything teed up to just take that sort of one less decision off your plate, maybe free up some of that mental energy. Um, cause I think a lot of us get so caught up in that. We, next thing you know, we're in this like mental prison, you know, cause we already have to deal with issues that maybe have things that happened to us in the past or, or major decisions in the future. And just the day to day can just make that even worse. What are your thoughts on that? No, I agree. And you know, something else that popped in my head whenever you, you know, we started talking about this topic is, you know, I've got small kids as I always Mm -hmm. talk about, and it's interesting whenever they're born, you know, they pretty much have no freedom. They're completely a hundred percent relied, relying on their parents to survive. And then, you know, they grow a little bit, they get a little bit older. And then I think about my, my son, Andrew, who's 16, you know, FTB. Old mm-hmm. FTB, you know, he's living the good life. He just finished his uh, sophomore year in high school. And at that point, you know, you got tons of freedom, tons of um, free time. You know, you're in great, excellent health. But the the mental mindset of, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's funny just to think, you know, you're talking about the, the mental um, mindset. You know, I think a lot of people that age put those those things on themselves to where, they make things a lot more dramatic and a lot more restrictive than they, mm-hmm. in reality, they are. So um, I don't know. It was just something that was popped in my head about changes from different stages in life. Also, yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good point too. Our, our um, I guess, how we perceive our reality at that time can, you know, always have some type of worry, stress that at the time it's maybe a huge deal, and someone older, a little more experienced, and not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think we all have our mental struggles in so far as finding freedom and that kind of toggled me too y'all both mentioned i think health that's another thing that can can take you from the freedom and y'all probably can speak on that y'all see that a lot in life but i can relate back when i had a back injury in high school and had to wear a brace and couldn't exercise couldn't do much of anything for about six months it feels like that that things you do take for granted simple thing of bending over or being able to go when you want do what you want exercise that you know either from a uh you know, an injury or just wear and tear on the body, your health can take some of the physical freedoms away. So we kind of, in my mind, look delineating the mental and the physical side. What do y'all, y'all can probably expound on that. Y'all see a lot of people, patients, et cetera, uh, and in your own lives in which your physical freedoms are taken away by health. Hi, dog. Speaking of physical freedoms, boxers or briefs? (laughs) (laughs) What did Steve Jobs wear? (laughs) I don't know. Just like, this, is, this is a good. This is a good. This is a good question. I, I don't mind answering it. Um, I'm trying to. I'm, 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 I'm surprised by that, Susie. I don't know where I came from. It's like physical I was like, freedom. I was waiting on Craig to have some deep thought. I'm like, boxers are briefs. 
Uh, I feel like what I've been wearing, though, to be honest with you, is these, I'm, I'm going to may as well be a sales pitch for this, is these kind of like spandex feel, I guess they're briefs, but they kind of come down to like where a boxer would be. Kinda like but, a boxer brief? Yeah, they kind of yeah. fit you, but they stretch pretty good, too. And like, I, I more prefer something like that, obviously, than like a longer boxer. Really not my style. Yeah. Um, we, we, not as free for me. So that's where I would land, Craig. What about you? <laughs> no, I'm also a boxer brief. I don't know. How about you, Steve? Yeah, man, I wear those those little hiking ones that we talked about a while back. And then on that yeah, trip, we're talking about the, the right. different gear that we need, and then I stumbled upon those a while back, and man, they're fantastic. That's fantastic. awesome. But yeah, I'm just I was messing with you, but yeah, physical freedom. I mean, we see it all day. Me and Steve yeah. see people coming in with you know physical disabilities that really impair their quality of life and their ability to perform activities of daily living, and you know a lot of it is aging process. We're moral. Yeah, we're eventually going to get there, mm-hmm. but so much of it up to a point is our decision. And I think there's a point in our life where we all kind of fall off a cliff physically at some point. It could be a hundred years old. We could be 50 years old. Um, but that fall off is where your body really starts to slow down and limit your ability to have a quality of life. And I think what me and Steve see a lot of times is you can make lifestyle changes in what you eat and what you do and how you take care of yourself. That sort of extends that cur- that drop off. So don't take care of yourself. There's a good chance you could drop off in your sixties. Correct. Or if you live the best you can and doing the things you're supposed to, then maybe you drop off in your 80s. You get an extra 20 years of pretty good living. And so it's pretty um, impactful to see people change. And they come in, they're frustrated, like, hey, I've always done this thing, and now I can't. And what are we going to do about it? And it's like, whoa, yeah, yeah that's what happens. You know, it, you, it happens suddenly and quickly, and then people are really frustrated and scared because they've always been able to do the thing, but now they can't. Which, what do you see, Steve? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. You know, I think it's something that, uh, people get caught up in what they want to do here and now, um, and they don't manage some of the chronic diseases like you talked about, um, you know, diabetes, blood pressure issues, other things like that. And then, you know, leaving those things unchecked, um, you know, uninhibited, you know, eventually something's going to happen where some of your freedom is going to be taken away from you uh, mm-hmm. involuntarily because you have to have an amputation of a foot or toe or something like that. Or, you, you know, you have a stroke, some other kind of significant health problem. Um, so all of those things have a cumulative effect. Um, and I don't think that most people see that trade-off of, you know, I'm going to b- drink or eat or do, you know, whatever activity it is that may be unhealthy in the short term. But in the long term, there's definitely a good chance there's going to be an exchange and loss of freedom in that mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah, and I think that's true, too, kind of what Craig was toggling on. You can really find that freedom potentially later in life by how you take care of your life at, at ages that we're at, something that I'm trying to do. And as we were sitting here, I was scrolling through my phone here on previous Amazon orders, and I can't find it. But another thing that I do think we were just talking about mental freedom, that's also something that can't be taken away from you. You know, the mm-hmm. freedom of thought, the freedom of how you perceive things, the freedom of your beliefs internally can't be taken away. And Craig and I at your house, I think we were talking about the book with your dad, that I read about the guy in the concentration camp. Oh, yeah. What is it called, John? Can you come by up with Frankel? it? Yeah, by Victor Frankel. Victor that's right. Frankel. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I was trying to look in my previous orders to find it. Uh, but that's a great example of a situation in which he knew his inner mental freedom could not be taken from him and really what allowed him to persevere out of the situation. And thank you, Craig, has, has searched and found it for us, Craig. A man's search for meaning. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of y'all have heard about it. Great book, fantastic book, but that's something that comes to my mind too on the positive side of the mental. Yeah, you can free yourself maybe from, like Craig was saying, stress, anxiety, or in my case, like, man, what am I doing with my life? Is it right? But you can also use that to uh, to toggle for the better 
And that's something that can't be taken from you, how you perceive or your positive half a glass full outlook. Yeah, you know, that was a book that was brought up uh, on a prior podcast with uh, Justin Roberts, um, No Greater Love um, documentary um, about Afghanistan war. Um, he's a cha- uh, chaplain. So, yeah, great book. I read that also. Um, you know, it, it is something that, you know, you're in control of that, but a lot of people give up that freedom. It's uh, not something that I think is easy to master, to be able to have control of your own thoughts, your minds, and, and what, what goes on between your ears. It's something that I think you have to be diligent in training yourself, um, because I know I certainly see a lot of patients, uh, know a lot of people who struggle with a lot of uh, mental things like that, that, you know, you can say it, it you can do it, but it just you got to put in the time and the mm-hmm. effort and figure out how to achieve that. You know, we've had other people come on the podcast. Um, young man from Lafayette. No, Andrew Mims. Andrew yeah, Mims. Yeah, great example. Making um, a great episode, too. You yes. know, he had a lot of issues with um, some mental problems, and it took some clarity from uh, a licensed professional in order for him to get control of or better control of how to manage uh, some of the spiraling negative effects that were uh, being a real detriment to himself and his family. It's so true. It's like that book makes me think about like, you know, they, they talk about people in these concentration camps and the mental fortitude they had. And some of them had it and they stayed strong the whole times and other people, you know, buckled and you watched them kind of collapse, you know, mentally. And, you know, what are things we can do to sort of strengthen our, our mental freedom, you know, give ourselves, you know, take the chains off of off of what might be holding us back mentally so when we do face life stresses we can tackle it head on and another like kind of segue was they were in a concentration camp why is that because there was a uh, a tyranny that was you know basically taking over and so what about what's your thoughts on um you know our personal freedoms living in the country of USA, you know, and the, the ability to choose the path in life we want to choose. And you compare that to like China right now with these lockdowns. And we even kind of went through a little bit of this quarantine thing, kind of challenged our ability to be quote unquote free. Right. You know, what was, what was the best choice for the betterment of the society versus, you know, what we wanted to do. And at the end of the day, were those choices right or not? I don't know. You can still make some arguments there and it kind of, challenges the way we, we look at these things what are y'all's thoughts on like just our personal freedoms versus you know those who don't have them yeah you know i think that's interesting i mean it's it was pretty um dramatic to see what went on just in our country uh, during the last two years with all the covid outbreak and all the different things that were implemented temporarily implemented implemented uh you know on a more permanent basis uh i think it's something that you know you need to be wa- always watchful for um there's always you know, throughout history, there's always been people who, if you give them power, they will continue to grab until there's all gone. So, um, y'all know me, I'm kind of a buck the system kind of guy. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's something that you need to keep a watchful eye out. Yeah. We're supposed to live in the freest, uh, nation on the planet, but you know, it just seems like a lot of those things are getting chipped away here and there, um, with, you know, different rules, regulations, uh, things like that. So keep a notch, uh, watchful eye on that. There is a monetary system that the government can touch and nobody can take and can't be inflated away, Steve. What, what is that? It's called Bitcoin. 
Another <laughs> podcast you episode. In your freedom <laughs> zone. <laughs> Oh man, I think that's the a great financial point. Financial freedom through Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, that is that is another type of freedom, though. Uh, we, we we really should have a podcast on that. Uh, but I, I think that's a good point too, with perspective of what your freedom is, even compared to someone else too. You know, we we also talked early on about Just Mercy, the book. Uh, you know, about a guy that was falsely imprisoned, and um, I think there's a lot of things that our our freedoms can be taken from us, and and something to be. To have that perspective um, in life is really important. Uh, also, another place that I find my freedom is in the great outdoors, specifically uh, islands. Yes, um, which we'll be making a little trip up there tomorrow. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Do y'all do y'all find freedom being outside, or you know, I find it in the morning doing some quiet time outside or hiking a lot of times. Uh, versus to me, like when I was just in Dallas this past weekend, didn't feel a lot of freedom. Felt trapped up inside all them big buildings. Um, what do y'all think about that? You know, I uh, I enjoy the city, so I enjoy big cities, um, but I also enjoy the outdoors. So um, I I can thrive in both of those environments. Um, I've been to a bunch of different places, but you know, I agree. I think there's a lot of things that are just you know more designed for your liking, your purpose. Um, and you know, for me right now, with where my life is, I have get great amount of peace just sitting out on my back deck and hang out with my girls and drink coffee and just watch the kids run around you know last night we had the freedom to order the garden and then we had a hose fight so the kids were chasing me around with the hose oh ride. that's awesome so that's all yeah it is good we were uh breaking free taking clothes off um so nobody got arrested so. were there any chickens hurt in this activity <laughs> thankfully the chickens, chickens were hiding probably more scarred than they were before it for a number of reasons the chickens Poor are chickens. still hiding baby <laughs> Maybe not a few less eggs this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. I feel like those little escapes, whether it be our backyard or a vacation or the mountains, man, it just kind of unlocks. You know, I think a lot of times we get stuck in the rut of life. We call it the rut of life, and it can it's a quote unquote prison, right? Not really, but it's just you feel like you're sort of imprisoned by the the by life, and it's not that you're truly in prison, but it's just you have these responsibilities, you have these motions you're going through, and we need those resets. And I remember we went to the beach a couple months ago. April was like, man, I just have a whole new perspective on things now. It just, after a weekend, like we need to do this every three months. And it's like, you get it. Like when you go to the mountains, like Matt goes to the highlands every month because he gets this sort of escape, a change of pace, reminds you that life is not what you see all day. You can mm -hmm. change your environment. You can have a different experience. And I think it just makes it, it's a breath of fresh air and makes life worth living. It makes you happy and kind of unchains that sort of, you know, burden of going through the motions and just getting on the hamster wheel. And, you know, even if you can't take a trip, you can, you can have a water hose fight with your kids. You mm -hmm. know, you can go out in the boat, you can stare at a sunset and just have that little escape. No, I agree. And, and some great points there made by Craig. I think perspective again comes into play here in a lot of ways. And before we move our way over to what made you hit the gas, what made you pump the brakes, we are going to give John a little bit of thanks for providing some freedom. Ooh. At my house while I was in Dallas, Craig. I don't think Greg's heard this yet. No, so you almost got the call, buddy. Oh, you we didn't got get the call because Greg had some stuff going on. I was I the backup you, call. You would have got the call, but because you had no Well, I'm curious. John thrived in this moment. Let me tell you. He was leading into this story, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what he's going to talk about, but I feel like I should, but I don't. Probably, I can't believe I didn't mention this while we were just chatting before John got here. Anyway, long story short, my. I went out of town, and normally I'm out of town, either Lady J or Susie Book, uh, God bless them both, will come take care of Reese, let her out. She stays at the house, sort of neck issues, don't bring her at the vet. 
And my door, uh, the doorknob, Greenpaw, shout out to Greenpaw, installed one of these doorknobs, long story short. You can install it, and it will cut the key for you to match the other keys in your house. Oh, yeah, you can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't know. It's happened. I've had it now for a couple of years. It's happened once. Well, the thing will get loose over time. It's getting a little loose. Didn't know it was this loose. I leave. Lady J, Lady J goes, I don't know, like the next day, a couple of days, you know, a few times later, and thing jiggles off. She cannot get door it Doorknob falls off. Yeah, falls door, off. doorknob falls off. Externally. Yeah, externally. Dogs okay. in there. Keep in mind, the townhome's next to me. This is probably my biggest concern going into it was I'm the only one living in it right now. All the best are being repaired, et cetera. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I'm a little like, eh, not feeling super good with the dogs sitting there. A bunch of other stuff in the house. So I'm thinking to myself, huh, what do I do? So the first thing I call is I send Lady J a video, call Green Paul, get the name of it, send my mom video. She can't get that thing on. She calls me, it's hanging like by a thread. And I'm like, well, let's see who can we call to get some assistance here. Thought about Craig, but you had stuff going on Saturday. So, and then JB was out of town. So John. I was number three on the list. John John was the furthest away. That's why you were the, these two, Craig and JB are literally within like a three minute drive of my house. And this is a very easy fix. So I call John, and he answers, and I'm like, hey, I got a problem. He's like, what is it? And I'm like, John, tell him the problem. He's like, well, can't help you out, John. Do you want to tell him? Well, you know, I'd given up a little bit of my freedom that night. My Two of my brothers were over. We were sipping on Suburban. So oh. I was like, buddy, I can't drive across town right now. Oh, and yeah. I've had a drink. I don't feel comfortable doing that. So yeah. I gave up a little bit of my freedom. Gave it home freedom and sipped sip some Eagle Or Rare. you got a little Ooh, more freedom on the Eagle Rare. That sounds good. And I responded to John, stop now. Wait a few hours. Sober up. And drive across town. <laughs> That would be mad. Does that sound legal advice? <laughs> quit being so selfish, Steve. Tell your brothers to go home and quit drinking. Say <laughs> sober up. Just wait. So in any event, my mind's up getting insecure enough. So I call John. John, super. We are making. I'm making fun of him a little bit here. Very nice. Well, he goes the next morning. Well, calls me at six fifty something in the morning. Wakes me up. He's like, "I bet your house can't get in." <laughs> my mom had the key. Uh, mom met him over there, and he got the situation resolved. We're super thankful for you, John, in all sincerity. And best of all, Craig is, <laughs> on the way back, we're driving, go by Bucky's. It's very sought after by Alexandra. So we stop at these little Bucky's. It's, yes. it's not too bad. But we stop and I see this thing and it was just like, I mean, I don't know one, one of us saw it first, but I see it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like perfect for John. So I pick it up. John, you want to say what, what was delivered to you yesterday and thanks? So he calls and he's like, hey, I got something for you for putting that thing, you know, mom doorknob back on I'm like dude it's no big deal you don't need to get me anything or whatever and then he drops this off from the house so I get home at lunch yesterday and there's like it's like a little platter like a little cheese tray that says my girls make me breakfast and there's some chickens yes <laughs> some chickens oh, on that it was great. With a little, yes. with a little huddle of eggs on it I'm like oh that's amazing that is awesome my girls <laughs> the funny thing my girls and that's literally what he calls his chickens he does oh that's super cool so uh i was pumped after i saw that i'm like this is amazing that's awesome trapped out of my own house here for a little while and john saved us from from that freedom and, and we got him a platter it was pretty funny that's so funny all right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in this week. Uh, before we do wrap it up, we're going to scoot it on over to John for the what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. Sean, what you got this week? Well, I had a double gas hitter. Um, one of them, I'm going to – I hit the gas. It's another one I need somebody to help me out with this. So everybody in our podcast world, CC might have the answer for me. I don't know. We'll see where this goes. So I got a text uh, a couple weeks ago from my brother, Father Michael Carraway, that was saying, hey, we're having a work day at the Vianney House. So for those of you who don't know, the Vianney House is um, a house that uh, the Diocese of Lake Charles has that um, people who are discerning to go in the priesthood can live during school to kind of 
see what the lifestyle is like, have a comfortable place to live, uh, things like that. So they're furnishing the new home that they purchased uh, close to the McNeese campus. So I got the call and asked to go help put some of the furniture together. So I did that. It gave me a good opportunity. I actually met uh, CC's assistant here. Cameron was there working also. Oh, Cameron Fontenot. Yes, Cameron. So he was like, hey, I hear y'all recording in there. Somebody must be funny. I hear all this laughing. <laughs> John's probably like, that's me. I did. So that was definitely me. That's awesome. So number two, this is what I need to help with, guys. Last week, we were getting ready to go to school in the morning and got the two little kids in the car ready to get the tiny gift, Matthew, who's five, in the car. And he's like, Dad, I got to go potty. I said, okay, buddy, let's go. So he goes, number two, and, you know, he was on there a long time, having some difficulty. He's like, Dad, one of them's stuck. I said, okay, you know, what you want to do? So he gets up, turns around, he puts his hands on the toilet and said, all right, Dad, I'm going to push, you pull. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I was a little caught off guard. I wasn't quite sure the mechanism how that <laughs> was going to work. So much to be there for that. <laughs> oh man! And I still haven't figured out. I just said, "Look, buddy, we're just gonna have to wait for a while. We need to go to school." So, for anybody else, gonna push who is, poor Tiny, this, this is not recorded. Who has encountered that? Uh, you can just send us a message and let us know how we can accomplish this. Pulling that funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got to love the way kids think. God bless you, Tiny. <laughs> John just said, we're going to put a bow on that right now. Oh, man. I'm sitting there contemplating, what's this going to be? How can I yeah, help I Steve? Like, man, I'm glad I didn't say. See, you got the answer. <laughs> I'm going to sleep on that one. I think he did good. I think he told him, let's just let this ride a little bit. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Completely leave that in the hands of the people at school. Oh, that's a good story. Oh, man. Well, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in this week uh, to listen to us. And if you got any thoughts on uh, finding, you know, inner freedom, outer freedom, et cetera, we'd love to hear from you. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate it. Till next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me? I'm living my best